0: What is up, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Angsty Christian Podcast. My name is Daniel. (laughs) Right now, Jake is... Uh, has his hand, his fingers on the bridge of his uh. nose. <laughs> Anyways, fun fact about me. Uh, the be- I used to be in theater in high school, right? Uh, and the best role that I ever had the opportunity to play, ironically, was Shrek. And it wasn't in, like, Shrek the musical. It wasn't in a play. It was in, like, a thing for, like, a rally. We had, like... I don't. Even, I don't even remember what it was. It was just a smorgasbord mm. of just random stuff, and I, I, I volunteered and was chosen to be Shrek. That's that's pretty epic. Hi, I'm Jake. I'm the other co-host, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's still his fingers are
0: still on the bridge of his nose. Okay. Uh, fun fact about me this week. Who, boy, when I was in elementary school, I kicked a hole in the side of my school building. That's a real fact. I actually did that. I was just really mad one day, and so I did it. They never found out who it was, but they were asking around. Uh, <laughs> you know? I never admitted it until literally today. Yeah. So. <laughs> what, what school was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's located on 123, uh... I, I'm trying to come up with a fake street name. Hold on. 123 Fake Street. <laughs> 123 Fake Street.com. <laughs> 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 All right. The podcast. Like one, two,
1: <laughs> you, you gotta, <laughs> sure, you gotta channel your anger in a healthy way. So, exactly. hey, you know, you,
0: hey, school, if if you work at a school and there is a hole in the side of your building, look no further. We have found the culprit. <laughs> he is currently at my house in my garage. But by the time you hear this, he probably won't be. I'll be <laughs> taking a nap. <laughs> probably. Probably. You can, you can uh, ask us about that one. Um, now, I do want to introduce someone. You may have heard the amazing laughter of someone else. And you're like
1: is this guy?
0: Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is
1: this guy?
0: And so we are pleased to have a good friend Gabe here. If you've seen our podcast, you've seen his artwork. Um, if That's you funny. have, I mean, if you follow him, you've seen his amazing art and the butts that he makes, the caricatures of other people that he makes, and, yeah, he's, he's pretty all-around around, all around guy. So, Gabe, why don't you uh, uh, I- introduce yourself?
1: Alright, uh, my name is currently Gabe. Currently? I mean, it's been, it's been, I've had that name since I was born, although I don't remember being born. Wait, but
0: since it's, you were born? Me too. Wait, your name's Gabe?
1: No! No! no I've just had my name since I was born. Uh, I've <laughs> had my name since I was born. Uh, and uh, my uh, current name is Gabe.
0: So right. is that does that mean that it's open to transition to a different name?
1: Uh, not not, not at this point, no. Not th- I okay. mean but I, you're opening itself you're
0: you're opening yourself up to a future possibility. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Well when yeah. I was when I was little, my name was Gabriel, because that's my full name. Oh, Gabriel God, Like okay. the Archangel, Gabriel. Oh, but okay. I feel I feel like I've outgrown that name, so I just go by Gabe these days. Mm. Anyway, my name is Gabe, and my fun fact is that I'm basically Tina from Bob's Burgers, but <laughs> I'm a dude. I mean, I mean I know Tina is voiced by a man, but yeah, I'm ba- I'm basically Tina. Can, can I wear glasses, I have like dark long hair, and
0: your glasses are kind
1: of square frame. They are oh, yeah. square frame, yes. It, it, they're just
0: missing the the red if
1: I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, and no, I'm just not,
1: yeah. yeah, and I and I just have a very like dry uh this kind of dry, dark, sort of a sort of a morose demeanor sometimes, mm. if mm. you will. I feel, I feel. Yeah.
0: Well, for those of you who don't know Gabe, mm-hmm. uh, Gabe, it, I've I've always known Gabe to be someone who does a lot of amazing uh, accents and voices. Um, I remember one Halloween uh, at a church Halloween thing. Uh, he dressed up as the Edna Mode. Um, and,
1: uh, oh, oh my god, wait. Is Edna Mode here right now? That's right, darling, she's here. (gasps) She is sitting right across from you, right now.
0: Wow, wait, Edna, like, is there something that you would want to say
1: right now to whoever's listening? Don't ever look back, darling, it distracts from the now.
0: Mm, that, that, that's a that's a good word. Th- thank you. you. That that'll that'll preach, as no. they say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, sadly, that year, although his costume was the best one, um, he did not win.
1: And, I am still bitter about that.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't know if it was because it was a guy dressing up as a woman or. I, I don't know, but the people who won were dressed up as fucking Hydro Flasks. Like, <laughs> they literally just had colored shirts on and then put the stickers in, I guess it's
1: kind of clever. The and stickers you they guys, had. you oh guys were God. dressed up as Spongebob characters. Yeah,
0: I was Patrick and I had a thing of mayonnaise and a name tag that said Rick. You made that yourself. I did, oh it God. was awesome. You put that- time and effort into that costume. Yes, yeah.
1: This is, like, the Halloween equivalent of, like, the Wendy's meme where he's holding up the eat spicy sandwich like a boss. Like, like what the hell? That's, that,
0: yeah, that, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, Gabe, Gabe does a lot of different voices. Gabe, do you have a favorite accent?
1: Well, um, I don't know if I do, but, um... Uh... I think probably my my favorite accent is I think it's I think it's the one I'm doing right now, which is I don't know. People call it the the Cockney accent. I mean, this is kind of this is I I call this my my Sean Bean sort of accent because this mm. is it's kind of, this act this one is kind of inspired by um by the great actor Sean Bean, uh, yeah. But, who... of course, I, I do do a lot of very different accents. I mean, I do like the Russian accent. I think the Russian accent is very sexy.
0: Mm. I know. <laughs> don't moan.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I'll just say something, but then you interrupt me. i just, just leave it that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> or perhaps maybe, maybe you could give me something to say in... Maybe you could give me something to say in a different accent. Can you
0: do um, a Hannibal Lecter uh, monologue? Uh, what accent should I do? I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you have a <laughs> Shrek? I'll do a Hannibal Lecter! Shrek! A <laughs> Scottish accent something? I don't know. Or, or, how about,
1: or how about here's an Irish accent. Like A census taker. One stride. Well, no, that's not Irish enough. Um, hold on.
0: You need to give it more potatoes. Yeah, and more, more whiskey. More okay, I'll just right do. I'll just do <laughs> <Hemblelector's> kind <trick. laughs> Potatoes, potatoes. Put that stick
1: him in a stew. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans in a nice cante. I don't know. Does yeah, that that means- uh, that's good enough. Uh, yeah, yeah I, it, was, I mean, it was it was Shrek adjacent. It w- yeah, true. Exactly I mean Shrek and Hannibal Lecter Like those two characters Couldn't possibly be anymore Well Yeah um, I mean And what's Ireland gonna do? Sue us? Yeah. I'd like to see him try <laughs> <Darlene>, The Irish
0: <laughs> Imagine I'd like Shrek to... as Hannibal Lecter Get out in my swamp I also really want to point out the fact Do y'all think Shrek is Irish? Cause he's super <laughs> not
1: He's a Scottish He's Scottish yeah, He's super Scottish <laughs> But he's green <laughs> 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 that's right. Anything that is
0: green is automatically Irish. Yes, the grass right there—that that's that's Irish. My eyes—they're green. They're, it's, it's Irish. Green lives matter. Green, green lives—they they do in fact matter. Green future.
1: Green, green future. Yes. Green future too green future matters.
0: I think my driver's license says I'm part of the green party, but now I ha- legally <laughs> have to change that because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we, we're, we're welcoming, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyways, we'll move on from that one. Perhaps I know we said we weren't going to do a Shrek podcast or a Shrek fanfiction podcast. But it turns out we kind of did. That's going to have to be our
1: like uh, like disclosure at the beginning of every podcast. Not now, a Shrek fanfiction podcast. You two have a hard time moving on from Shrek's asshole. Huh?
0: <laughs> Honestly, I think the the we, we've heard a lot of different yeah. things from people, and uh, the number one thing that I have heard continuously. Well, it's about Shrek's ass. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, had a friend who was like two minutes in, and you're talking about eating out Shrek's ass. And yes. I, was like, I mean, do you expect anything different from Daniel and Jake? And they said, no, it's absolute chaos.
1: Or maybe, maybe something from a few a few angry moms that are like, I thought this was a Christian podcast.
0: Oh, that that was just Jake's mom. That, yeah, that was my mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom.
0: I know, um, mom, mom. My mom loved it. My mom was laughing her ass off. Oh she thought it was hilarious. Jake's dad from what I hear also also liked it. He <laughs> liked it, yeah. But <laughs> My mom eventually finished the podcast, but she oh, got she seven yeah, she got seven minutes in and she's like why do you keep talking about Shrek's asshole for so long? It was <laughs> a good like ten minutes. Oh my god. I mean because five, it's five funny. Minutes. It's it, funny. It was Mom.
1: it was pretty funny. I don't know. I, um, I was I was dying from me, it. I mean but. I could draw Shrek's asshole. Or it's Shrek's ass if I don't know. That is
0: actually a request that we got. We oh, got really? from someone. They wanted us to, as like a Patreon mm. exclusive, mm. Uh, oh. to have Gabe specifically draw mm. Shrek's ass, and so I was thinking, you know, I'm not gonna do t-shirts of that. Like, prints. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could do, we could do like little prints, like little you yeah, know, four by four prints, or like little buttons or like you know the pins that you can do. Buttons, stickers, buttons. Uh, buttons, buttons, yes, buttons, buttons, buttons. of his buttocks. <laughs> Uh, yes. so that was a genuine request from someone. Hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe we'll have to make that happen. I but don't, we'll I don't see. know. We'll
1: see, I think, we'll see. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. Yeah.
0: yeah, Jake and I are currently, uh, thinking of some different Patreon, uh, options, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably start one eventually, cause that will definitely help us, uh, for just different things, cause, you know, doing a podcast takes some time and there's... Two of us, and if we're ever going to, like, have to do it with people abroad, or not abroad, well, maybe abroad, but, like, in different states or whatever, you know, like, that takes a lot of editing, so, hey, if you're a sound editor and you want to volunteer some time, please. Please. (laughs) Please.
1: Please. Please. (laughs) I I hope you guys eventually sell out. (laughs) I oh. <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna sell out the minute it happens. Like
0: Audible. Hello, I'm on the phone, waiting for your email. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland, please. Stop. No! <laughs> the Joel Osteen, sponsor us.
1: Today's episode is not sponsored by the Gospel Coalition. Today's
0: <laughs> episode is sponsored by Teamwork makes the dream work, and Dreamwork <laughs> makes track. <Shrek.
1: laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine, though. Because oh. <laughs> he's dead.
0: Oh, no! 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 no. no. Okay, well, we that all, we all, all, all got to cope. That took a left turn. It's, like, it's real, okay. Yeah. I've, I, I, have, I have healed from the trauma.
1: Yeah. I haven't made those jokes in a while, so, you know? Well, um, hey, everyone has their coping mechanisms. My
0: sister and I often make those jokes together, and so that's um, great.
1: That's a great bonding experience.
0: It is. I didn't grow up with my sister, and so you mm-hmm. know, it's it's been pretty cool uh, getting to know her in the last couple of years. You know, or at least, I mean, yeah, really getting to know her and knowing that we have the same exact humor style. It's so, just genetics. It, and trauma, and trauma, and, too. Trauma. and, and lots of trauma. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of trauma, oh, okay. um, hey. we're going to jump into uh, you know some questions with Gabe, uh, and uh, you know, Gabe, I, I know has gone through a lot, and
1: uh, I've yeah, I, I guess in my own way, I've been through a lot. I mean, not as much as some people. And we're not, I mean, not here to
0: compare trauma. You
1: know. Yeah, true. We
0: we all have gone gone through our own stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, all of it is valid. Yep, that is.
1: It's something I just have to keep reminding myself. You know. Totally,
0: Gabe. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember when we met?
1: Yeah, uh, it was the summer of 2017. Me and Brandon were both in a small group, and we we were meeting at a coffee shop in Fullerton. Oh and yeah. That's when, and yeah, I think Brandon invited you that one time. Yeah, yeah. I you happened to come one down
0: time. one day for whatever reason.
1: Yes. So that's where I met you. And, and then I think, uh, I think sometime later, I think, I don't think we really started getting close until like sometime later, like in the next year, then you started your own small group yeah. and I started going to that one and the good old days, the good old days, the fun days, the fun days, when, and the crazy days, the fun days when I still kind of enjoyed going to small groups. I mean, I, en- I definitely <laughs> yeah. enjoyed Daniel's small group, I think. Because I think I kind of, I kind, because I, I think we were kind of already friends, so it was a little mm-hmm. easier. And I
0: think it's also what helped us become closer friends,
1: too. Yeah, that, too. Yeah, Definitely. That that small
0: group was really cool, which you invited me to, and then immediately canceled. Or, like, you dropped out of that small group, (laughs) like, a month after I joined it. It, Not the month after. It was the night. (laughs) (laughs) The night night you came happened to be the night, and I didn't plan it until that (laughs) night was the night that I was like, Hey, guys. I'm stepping down because I'm working at a church now and I don't got time and it's, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, okay. I mean, we still saw each other every Sunday. It's Yeah, yeah. And yeah, who knows, I'll probably start another young yeah. adult and small th- group eventually.
1: Hopefully, I hope you do and I'd love to join that if you do. Well, thank you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. And, and then you started the D&D... We started having D&D nights. Oh, and I started yes. to those, yeah. too. Yes. And
0: that's where uh, Gabe and that's I That's where went. I met yeah. Jake. That's right. That's where I met All Jake, right. too. Which, fun fact, guys. One Patreon thing we are thinking of, if anyone wants it, just let us know, is we might do a campaign ran by me and or Jake, uh, which is pure chaos. Right. Uh, it's, it's insane. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, but um, before we jump into some questions... Uh, you know, Gabe, we we talked about our friend Kenneth last week. Oh. And you also know Kenneth. Yeah,
1: me me and Kenneth go back a ways. Actually, yeah. oh, oh boy. yeah.
0: So, and like
1: God. what what is what was Ken what did Kenneth do this week? You're not going to believe this. Kenneth is engaged. What? He what? got engaged this week. We- we really?
0: just thought we we just saw him like a co- what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Like
1: Well, he was single. <laughs> yeah, he was he was single. Okay, like, let me tell you. At least a month ago. <laughs> let, okay, let let me tell you what happened, okay? okay? So so Kenneth so Kenneth just uh joined uh joined a small group, joined a bi- small Bible study group.
0: Okay, wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. How did he join a small group Bible study? Like, is this in person? Is this via Zoom? Like,
1: <laughs> I it, it was in person. And, and it, uh, all right. Uh, yeah. We'll just leave it so that, that. That, out. that sounds yeah. like that's, a Kenneth right, yeah. move. <laughs> you, can, yeah. you can fill in. It's the, in person. Uh, that's yeah, okay. really all you need to know. I mean, we're not here to trash talk. I guess it's
0: fine if you know you're socially distanced, but knowing Kenneth. No. Probably, Kenneth is. I wouldn't
1: put it past Kenneth to not have his mask on. Okay. Uh but yeah anyway, Kenneth joined this new joined this new Bible study group and there he met a girl and As one does. As one does, you know, because church is the new it's the new dating market for the single people, I guess. <laughs> And, and and we've been without that for Not so long. at our old church, right, Ooh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, 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 the, and there hasn't been in-person church for so long that now all the single Christians are getting horny.
0: So been, I mean, they've, they've been horny. They've, they've, always, been, been horny, they, they've COVID, always been horny. They've always been horny. I can speak but, from
1: experience. <laughs> 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 but I feel like but COVID has made that worse. Oh, God. But COVID has made it worse. So anyway, Kenneth meets a girl at this group, and they pretty much fall in love right away. Okay, but and how many then, times
0: did he ask her out?
1: Uh, from from what I've heard, he from what I heard he a- he asked her once and she said no. Okay. He and then he asked her again, and she still said no. And Sounds then he slid. Right. And then he slid into her DMs hmm. and. Finally, for whatever reason, she said yes. Uh, uh, I, I bet he
0: used the, I think it's God's plan for us to be together line. Yes,
1: I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if he used that. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a classic Kenneth, you know. Classic, classic Kenneth. Kenneth move. I have uh, seen him do that one in classic person. Classic Kenneth. And, um, it's quite impressive. Yeah, so so they started dating, and, and now they're engaged. And um. how long ago did this happen, you might ask? Two weeks ago,
0: so it must have been like right after he did mention that he was on his way to a new Bible study. Oh um, my God,
1: uh,
0: <sighs> Kenneth. Well, Kenneth, uh, if you're listening, I I wish you guys the best. Um, waiting yeah. for that invitation, um, unless y'all are going to elope. I get it, man. And he you're horny, yeah. <laughs> and you know you're, uh, you know I okay, you know you do you do what you got to do. Yeah, well, um, I'm not kind of a Lester's chocolate cake. I'm I just mean, <laughs>
1: Kenneth, Kenneth, and he posted it on social media too. He made a big deal about it.
0: Ooh, did he do hashtag
1: blessed? <laughs> okay, okay. He said, "Oh, you, oh, oh, God." When I tell you what he said, he he said, "I am blessed to have found a true Proverbs 31 woman." Oh, Thank you, God. oh no! <laughs> and then and then he ended with hashtag God gave me you. Which I really fucking hate that song. Oh. That song oh, no. gives me cancer. Oh,
0: Ugh. No. Oh. Ugh. That, all right. All right all Kenneth
1: right. Kenneth, can I just say, I mean, I'm happy for you. I, I honestly wish you the best, but hey, if it doesn't last, which, you know, given all the circumstances of this engagement, it probably won't. <laughs> I'm just just being honest. There, there is something to be learned from this situation. So, hey, God's not gonna give you anything you can't handle. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes God is that a hurt. Hurt. <laughs> that hurt. Oh my, to my say. God! <laughs> sometimes God is a practical joker. He gives you what the one. He gives you the thing you want the most, and then you realize you don't really want it after all. I mean, yeah. that does happen.
0: Yeah. yeah. God kind of just does what God wants to do. <laughs> but if you're Kenneth Copeland, oh, then no. he's gonna say Jesus was the most powerful person because he had dominion over God, uh, and Jesus is in all of us, and we can have dominion over God. True, true statement. He essentially said that, and essentially is his way of saying like you can manipulate God and blah. And all oh, that shit. Oh. that is
1: that is that's abusive shit right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, COVID nineteen. I expel you in the name of Jesus.
0: <laughs> that was a good. Uh, I, I feel. Uh, I feel here? like. I feel like third degree blessed from that. <laughs> I feel third oh. degree hashtag blessed. Oh, oh God, no! Yes. Uh, yeah. I think yeah.
1: <laughs> Kenneth, how uh, many episodes
0: are we in now? Two. We're only in two. <laughs>
1: Welcome to episode
0: two, guys. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gabe, uh, what what do you do for a
1: living? Like what? Do you do art full-time, or, like, what what do you... Use? Well, art is usually... Well, no, well, art is something I do in my free time. Okay. Although, I do hope to one day have, make some kind of work or a career out of it. Commission Gabe. <laughs> Commission Gabe. Thank you. Commission me, please. Uh, Commission me butts. But, yeah. But right now, I yes. currently I currently work uh, facilities at a church in Orange County. Okay. And I also uh, work in the daycare after-school program at my old elementary school. So, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: How, how's that experience for you? So like,
1: you like it, it's fulfilling. Well, well, because it's, because school's been closed down because of COVID. Uh, it's, I, I've, I've just started going back recently and it's, it's really weird going back after over a year. Cause I feel like I've been in a time warp. like many of the kids, uh, who were, who were Really small. The last time I saw them, have now grown so much. It's like, oh my gosh! It's like time does not slow down, stop for anyone. Holy Dang, that's yeah. insane. But yeah. <clears throat>
0: so did you uh, did you go to school for anything?
1: Yeah, I I, I did go to school for art. I Ooh. majored in art in college because basically I felt like art was the only thing that I was really any good at. Okay. I mean, I've been drawing since I was like. Seven or eight years old. I started out drawing dinosaurs because Ooh. I mean I saw I saw the movie Jurassic Park and Disney's Dinosaur when I was seven. Idea. Jurassic Park.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you just it's just gonna be a collection of dinosaur butts. What is with this podcast in ass? I mean... <laughs> to be fair, you started it. Well, it <laughs> well, not me. I did, I did not start off episode one by saying, oh, Hi, oh my I'm god. Daniel, and I'm eating out Shrek's ass. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're conditioned to be offended by certain things, like <laughs> the sight of an exposed ass... You're gonna, I feel like you're gonna obsess over it a little. Ooh, True.
0: That, that's getting into purity culture there, kid. Yeah, yes. exactly.
1: I mean, yeah. But yeah, that's a, anyway, anyway. No,
0: no, this is the place to talk about that. Oh, yes.
1: this is the place to talk about ass.
0: Oh, I, I was saying purity culture. Or, but, and
1: purity culture too. Yes. Purity culture. I Whatever mean, floats your ass. <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, I was anyway, I was obsessed with dinosaurs asses. I mean, I was obsessed with. i di- <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with dinosaurs asses. Is that technically
0: no! bestiality or no?
1: Like- <laughs> I was a, I, okay. I was a weird kid. Oh, I mean, I was a weird kid, but I I don't think I was that weird. I mean, everyone's weird. But anyway, but yeah, I was obsessed with dinosaurs, so I started drawing those, and then I think I, I feel like I started drawing faces. Around later, because, I mean... They're hard. They are hard, but but I think one thing that made it easier, because I was also a really... I was also a really big fan of Thomas the Tank Engine. Same. Yes, and I started trying to draw their faces, because their faces were really simple, and, you know, just really expressive. You know, you could tell exactly what they were feeling, those engines were feeling. And I... So I I think that's what kind of got me into drawing faces cuz yeah. So okay. I was drawing faces and I think and my teenage years got a little interesting when I was a teenager in high school and I mean I'm dealing with a lot of teenage angst as all teenagers do. I started drawing I still have s- teenage Yeah. I started drawing really gruesome bloody scenes. Oh I would I would just draw something like with pencil or ink and then take take a take a red pen and just add all kinds of gore and blood ooh. Mm. I mean I'd been I mean I'd been looking at like graphic novels and like bookstores and comic books that had that had really graphic violence and I'm like, ooh i'm I'm kind of fascinated by the way these these artists depict violence so. I mean, I started drawing stuff like that, and I don't know why I that fascinated me so much. I mean, it concerned some... Teenage
0: boys with violence. Yeah. I mean, not, like, actually enacting violence. But yeah, like, you know, I like, mean... I played a lot of games where, you know, you go around and kill people, and, you know, you slice things up, like... I feel know. like, in
1: hindsight, I was just trying to channel that... All that sort of yeah, built-in anger that... I mean, that and all the emotions that I bottled up for so many years just trying to channel that in a healthy way. I mean, it's not like I was harming anybody. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but, so, you know, it's like yeah. some people are like, "Whoa. Yeah. That's out
0: there." No, I get it. I mean, if I saw a youth that was drawing that stuff, I'd also like their questions would be raised naturally. True. You know? But yeah. I mean, you're you're probably one of the kindest and like least Threatening people that I have ever met. Yeah. Uh, and so, unless you're a psychopath or a sociopath, which I think at this point of my life I would be pretty good at figuring out if someone <laughs> is. Uh, I, I am, don't think
1: you are. So I you I think know. I think I'm a, I think I'm a little bit of a psychopath.
2: I
0: think
1: well, not a psychopath. I I am I am a psychopath. I feel like I'm just
0: your kind of psychopath. No. Do you feel emotion? Yeah. Are you able to feel empathy? Yeah. Have you ever caused harm to another living being, purposefully? Uh, uh, you mean another human being? Yeah, or even like an animal, like killed an animal. Oh no, I,
1: I never killed it. You're an not animal. a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I the guess... whole thing
0: about sociopaths is they can't feel empathy.
1: I mean, I did see. A, I. I mean, I did see like a, a butterfly that had like. Lost part of its wing, and I felt sad. So I yeah, guess no, you have them. Yeah. You, you feel genuine.
0: You're not a psychopath. <sighs> yeah. You're out there, and you can feel emotions, compassion, empathy. Specifically, you're not a you're not a sociopath psychopath. And this is from someone who's not a psychologist, so you know. Yeah. Um, but if you feel like you want to talk to talk to a therapist, and mm-hmm. you know, get get evaluated, because that's not a bad thing. But Gabe, you are not one.
1: Thank you. Thanks for confirming that. Once
0: again, I'm for a long time, sure
1: I, for a long time, drawing violence made me feel like I was. But I, anyway, I have since outgrown mm. that. And but yeah, my art style is kind of, it's kind of like a mix of realism, but with a little bit of st- style. You know, yeah, it's like I I, I yeah. think it's
0: kind of like it's sometimes you can go caricature esque. Yes, not like can. full caricature esque, but like realistic but comical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you can kind of see your style with like our cover art, you know, like our cover art. Yeah, It's almost caricature-esque, it's almost comic-esque, uh, but it's also slightly realistic. But it's great, it's great art. My neighbor is riding by on his motorcycle, he's a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to George, he's he's awesome. So, uh, you, Gabe, this podcast is called the Angsty Christian Podcast, where, you know, we talk about church drama and crap and Shrek's asshole Shrek's asshole apparently uh, <laughs> more often than I thought would ever come up in this podcast true <laughs> is, really this, is this our fate <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be <laughs> um, so I, for five minutes maybe, maybe could you more? not talk about Shrek's asshole <laughs> <just>, for five <laughs> minutes okay, once again you brought that one up that wasn't that wasn't us I know I, but Mom. I
1: just, I am so sorry
0: that this is happening again. Jake's mom, that is all Jake's fault. Mom, uh, what up? I was glad you're listening. I was quoting Shrek 2, so yeah. Uh, I was Shrek 2, long. easily the best sequel film of anything that has ever come out.
1: Prove me wrong. I know a few sequel films that are pretty good. That are better than the original. I can well, there are few. Cause Shrek
0: 2 tops Shrek 1.
1: There are few, easy. There are few True. and far between but they do exist. But as good as Shrek 2, though? Toy Story 2.
0: No, Toy Story 2 wasn't nearly as good as Shrek 2. Not at... uh... And the original (laughs) Toy Story is arguably better than than Toy Story 2. Oh, no. Toy Story 2 is great, don't get me wrong. Toy Story 3 is alright. No, no, no. Nah. Toy Story 2 is definitely better than Toy Story 1. Okay, we're not getting into this right now. I, yeah. I, I, have, to, I have to rewatch the entire series. See, politics are on the table, but when it comes to our cartoon movie sequels,
1: it's off. We can't talk about. I'm them. also, I'm also a bit of a, I'm also a bit of a cinephile, I guess. So I've seen, true. I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of movies. So I can name That's a fair. few. I can name a few pretty good sequels that are just as good, if not better, than the original. Doctor Maybe. Sleep. Doctor Sleep compared
0: to. Uh, The the Shining? The Shining is great. It is, but Doctor Sleep was amazing.
1: Yes, Doctor Sleep is amazing. It has Obi-Wan Kenobi, a.k.a. the
0: the picture of Jesus that people post on Easter. I mean,
1: (laughs) mean, Doctor Sleep is really good.
0: Yeah, Doctor Sleep is good. More
1: people need to see Doctor Sleep.
0: Please do. I liked it, in all honesty. I didn't grow up watching The Shining. Um, And I have to, like, fully watch through The Shining. And it's a great movie, but, like, I, I don't know. The time that I was trying to watch it, it was late, and I was tired, yeah. but... It's a slow burn. It's, but it's also hard to understand if you, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on in it. Doctor Sleep, I feel like, made everything make
1: more sense. I Because I feel like, well, I mean, that's a whole conversation, but The Shining, I feel, is very... I mean, the horror is all, like, it's very subtle, and it's in the details. You know? Yes, that's, that's like, true. Like, there's a lot of... A lot has been made of the, like, the symbolism... Huh. And what this means? Kind of like the know, church. Pretty much like the church. <laughs> I mean, there's tons of videos out there about that are analyzing the crap out of The Shining. A lot of people think that The Shining is actually, uh, it's actually a coded confession from Stanley Kubrick that he helped NASA fake the moon landings. That all right.
0: <laughs> that one, I mean, that, I, I, uh, I have to sit on that one. I have to watch that. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't know. It, I don't know how it really. I, is.
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, not a lot. I, I, mean, I mean, people. I know it
0: exists. People, people, people get whatever they want. Yeah, and they're like, you know, I'm gonna sh- shit. You know, all the, the governments controlled by Satan worshippers and no- oh, sorry, I'm talking about Q. Uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not Q. Quacks. Hey, you know, I. Uh, I Q respect is for people. quack. I respect people yeah. who have their own opinions. Yeah. Is our government corrupt? Yeah, there's there's a, there's there's corrupt people in, yeah, in the government true. for sure. Are they Satan worshiping people who have a human trafficking ring? Hmm, we're not going to get into that
1: run right, right now. Uh, I feel so- like I feel like I don't know. But I feel like I feel like you can feel you can believe whatever you want to believe as long as your beliefs don't harm people.
0: Yes, that's that's definitely
1: an issue. Uh, and yeah, I mean.
0: That that happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, Both and and Christians aren't mm-hmm. exempt from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sadly ha- not. Hence the Crusades. Hence colonialism. Hence <laughs> the Salem witch trials. Salem witch trials, Oof. which by the
1: way, I would love to go to Salem one day. That that sounds fun. Visit I think creepy creepy places. I've been to Mass. I've been to Massachusetts, but it was a long time ago on our eighth grade yeah. uh, East Coast trip.
0: Gabe, speaking of looking at creepy stuff, do you remember the time at um our the young adult group that we that we attended, where someone went up and was saying that looking for ghosts was uh was was witchcraft?
1: You know, I, I barely remember that. I don't. I barely remember that. Oh, <laughs> to I be do, honest, and but, you want to know why? But I remember you telling me the story, and just <laughs> honestly, I was like, that is the stupidest. Shit I've ever heard this
0: whole thing was saying how like oh watching horror movies is Satan worship and blah 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 like it was it was the most like Puritan or purity culture <sighs> like Ugh. hardcore fundamentalist Christian thing that like I had never heard and, and the I was, funny the, the irony the irony was I was sitting next to two of our friends Brandon and Joseph who and I shit you not the night before we had driven up to Turnbull Canyon in Whittier, where it's said that the hell, that, like the gates to hell, are at. I and live like, right near there. Actually. Yeah, that place is fucking creepy. It is. I, like even we in the daytime. There, like, I, I, like, I, if when we drove by, it was creepy. Maybe it's because we were looking up all the, all the stuff. But like, there are things that have happened in Turnbull Canyon that are like historical and true, like kids going missing. When like my uncle grew up in Hacienda Heights, mm-hmm. and when he was a kid, kids would go missing because what would happen is the KKK or, or or satanic cults would kidnap these kids and they'd sacrifice them. KKK if they were you know particularly black, they would kill uh, them and, yeah. and like that stuff. And I don't I don't think that stuff happens as much now, but I think it still happens yeah. but like this place where the the gates of hell are they're, they're creepy they like are. if you don't know what this place is you never looked up go on youtube oh, type yeah. in turnbull canyon gates of hell you'll see so many videos like there's one with like these rottweilers and i've seen i saw one last time we went and it was inside the gate <laughs> and it but it was during the daytime didn't feel as creepy the dog was sleeping I can't but remember. like this video had these dogs and like they're filming it where like at one point, they're sleeping on there, and then they go back, or oh, like not sleeping; they're dead with maggots, literally crawling out. Ugh. And then, like a couple minutes later, those dogs are like growling at them, and like, well, it's mm-hmm. creepy. And granted, I guess it could be altered or whatever, but I, yeah, you know.
1: The last time I drove, stuff. I drove past there. There was like there was like a cross on the fence. That said, Jesus is Jesus loves you, or Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Or loves something. Repent or go to hell. I didn't say that, but oh, okay. I was like, "Huh, there's a cross there. Yeah, no, someone no is, is trying Jesus to someone is trying to ward Plums off the it.
0: evil spirits." Or yeah. Something. Hey, you know. But uh so I mean, we've talked a little bit about some history with church, but like yeah. what has been your experience? Like growing up in your young adult life as well, like yeah. what has like been your overall experience? Has it been pleasant? Has it been rough? Like
1: it's had its ups and downs, I think. Okay. I mean, I think I think well, I mean, growing up because I've grown up going to church. I was born and raised in a Christian home. Uh, went to church almost every Sunday. I was pretty involved in church too. We did VBSs, which is Vacation Bible School. For those of you who don't know, it's usually oh, during man. The, it's usually during the summer. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I remember those. Uh, those were those were some pretty good times, honestly, when I was little. Uh, we also did Awanas, which is like the Christian Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Oh, I've heard about that recently. Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about it, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about it either. But, yeah. uh, That was where I had to memorize a a whole, like, Bible verses every Sunday, which... (laughs) I was like... (laughs) I was never really good at memorizing Bible verses. And... But, yeah, I was pretty involved in church. Uh, Yeah. I was... I was never a super I was never like a super good Christian boy like I, although I kind of felt pressure to sort of fit that mold sometimes I I don't feel like I fit that mold at all said yeah yeah I'm the farthest thing from a good Christian good Christian male so But yeah, anyway, uh, junior high, high school is when I started going to the junior high groups and high school groups on Sundays, and I just felt, I felt like I was, I just felt this need to be accepted, you know, I... As you do during those ages. Like, I didn't really, I mean, as a kid I was very, like, quiet, shy, and aloof, didn't really hang out with a lot of people, didn't really have a lot of friends mm. as a kid. I was also really squeamish, so... You know, kind of squeamish. So, yeah. Ironically, because of the graphic novels you read and <laughs> the bloody things that you, that you drew. I think I started... I think... I think... I, I don't know. I think something happened to me between 6th <laughs> and 7th grade where I was like... I don't know. Just came out of that yeah. shell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I was, but yeah, I felt like I was really lacking something, and what I felt I needed was acceptance, and it was pretty hard to find in, like, junior high and high school because I feel like those, like, kids in that age can be very clicky, and, you know, it's when you're kind of the outsider trying to get in, it's very hard to... It's really hard to find where you to find where you fit, especially in middle school. Especially yeah. middle school, yeah. you know. I mean, kids I mean, kids at that age can be like like they're mean. L- m- very mean, very mean. Yeah. I mean, I didn't m- know a lot of mean kids at church or I don't know. There were more mean kids at school than at church, but even at church it was like yeah, it's very hard to get close to people. Yeah. So
0: you know? so growing up you know, in your adolescent years, well, technically adolescence is until 25, but your early adolescence years, you were struggling to find a sense of belonging, sense of acceptance from yeah. your peers at, within both the church and also your school context. Do you feel like you ever got that?
1: I i don't... I mean, I think I got, like, tastes of it, uh-huh. but I don't feel like I really got the whole thing. I think, I think, I think also because I was, like, I didn't really have a strong sense of self at that age.
0: What about after, like, high school? I know for myself, like, I struggled with the same thing. of yeah. Not really feel like I have truly fit in in many places. And there were a couple times where I felt that, but yeah. I didn't feel like I was, like, and when I mean acceptance, I mean, like, people accepted me for who I was, how I am, mm-hmm. where I was at, and, like,
1: loved me for that. Until I was in college. Yeah, I think after high school is when I started to get, started to find, like, a stronger circle of friends. Especially when I, especially when I transferred from community college to Cal State, to Cal State Fullerton. So I transferred from community college to a four-year university. And there, I think I found a stronger, uh, you know, circle of, you know, people to talk to you know,
0: totally. And did, when you went to church, mm-hmm. so, you know, the church that we ended up going yeah. to together, um,
1: do you feel like those struggles still existed there? I think they still did because, you know, you know, also cause around that age, it's like, like high school is when, you know. I feel... I mean, anyone who's known me knows that I've been vocal about this, but I was really desperate for, like, a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I just don't feel like I'm clicking with anyone here, so I went to the group that you guys eventually started going to, and that's, of course, where I met uh, our friend, uh, you know, Brandon. It's where I met you and, you know, a bunch of other people, and I think... I think where I finally met you guys is when... Because I've... It's where, where I felt like... Okay, I feel like... You know... Maybe I need to kind of work on myself. Mm. And, you know, get... Know myself a little bit more. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Because I feel like... That's where I realized that... Yeah, I mean... I do want people to care about me. But it's like... I also... Like... You know... And... I also didn't really have, I didn't really understand people's personal boundaries that well. So, just trying not to take things personally and whatnot. Totally.
0: Do you feel like you eventually
1: found that sense of belonging, that sense of like this is my tribe? I think I did. Yeah, I think when I finally met you guys and started going to your group, I think that's when I finally started to feel that sense of belonging. And it's also when I started to kind of... I think that's also when I started to learn more about myself. Yeah. Because I realized that, you know, I'm... I feel like I was, like, trying to... In a sense, I felt like I was trying to, like, be a people pleaser. I felt like yeah. I wanted people to like me, which, you know, has the opposite effect. It makes people not like you. So... I felt like that's where I was finally starting to be more, sh- feel more self-assured, and just you cool. know, just letting myself be myself, yeah. and not worrying what anyone else thinks. Yeah, well, I'm glad that the <clears throat> group that I was fortunate to leave for a little bit was
0: able to provide that kind of space for you. I, I definitely will will echo and, and say that it definitely seems like since then, and it's been what three. Two, three years, four years
1: actually. Wow, um, almost four that, years. Yeah, yeah, almost four years now. Um, it's like, like we've skipped a year almost.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Rona took it for a month. <laughs> uh, Rona,
1: you, you, life draining, time consuming, dream destroying, bitch. It's true. Yeah, oh it. yeah. This yeah. last year <laughs> felt like three. Yeah it, it was, yeah, it was.
0: It was rough, but um, yeah, but. What I was yeah. saying is like I th- I think that, you know, you've definitely grown and it yeah. and it's it seems like you've gotten to know and also love yourself a lot more mm-hmm. than I think when when we had first met. Um, which is which is awesome. I mean I, I could say the same for myself and, yeah. and that's typically the age where that happens. But outside of Life Together, which is a group that we were a part of Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like you had that sense of belonging? Because like, it was a large young adults group. It was a large group. And, yeah. and and so naturally with large young adults groups, it can be difficult to True. find a sense of belonging or find a way to click it. Like, get, yeah. cl- get plugged in unless like, it, it's almost you have to search it out for yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's kind of what I did. I felt like I had to I, I felt like I was searching for it for myself, but, you know, because when you, when you join a new, a new church group, especially one as big as ours, it's, it feels like everybody, everybody there is kind of, everybody there knows each other really well, everyone's yeah. in the know, and you're kind of, you're like, you almost feel like the new kid in, in school again, Yeah. You know? Which and, can be
0: re-traumatizing.
1: Yeah, it, it, it totally, and also I feel I feel that church is that a lot of a lot of people at church are are nice, they're they're welcoming, and they're they're they may be pleasant to be around, but something about it just doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think uh, Fre-
0: Frederick Beekner, uh, one of my favorite theologians, uh, says what it means to be a Christian. And so he says, you know, the word Christian, is used as an a- when it's used as an adjective, most people have a pretty fair, clear understanding of what it means, and you know, he lays out, like, Christian school, Christian music, Christian charity, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it's used as a noun, you know, it's people tend to disagree. And so he, he provides this this statement. He goes... Some think of a Christian as one who necessarily believes certain things, that Jesus was the son of God, or Mary was a virgin, or Pope is infallible, or that all other religions are wrong. Um, Some think of a Christian as one who necessarily does certain things, such as going to church, getting baptized, giving up liquor and tobacco, reading the Bible, doing a good deed. Some think of a Christian as just a nice guy.
1: Yeah. Um, Nice is... Something I heard recently is that I mean, there's a difference between nice and kind. Nice is all about appearances. Mm. Kindness is about what's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. I. Uh, yeah. I. I, I had. Some, I had a recently, uh, as of this last week, a good mentor of mine had passed away, mm. and we were reflecting on this. Like a lot of people would would say that he was, I guess, a nice guy, but that's that's a surface level thing. Like he yeah. didn't. He wasn't a nice guy because. Yeah. Yeah, a nice guys like nice, You do you do a nice yeah. thing once, and, and that means you're nice. But like, yeah, being kind.
1: Anyone can do a nice thing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. being kind yeah. is like you do things continuously,
0: mm-hmm. and it's it's a way of living, a way of being. And uh, as Beaker says, like Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life, no one comes to the Father but from me. And he doesn't say they have to do these things. He just says, come to him. Yeah. And like a Christian is one who's on the way, though not necessarily far along it who has at least some dim and half-baked idea of who to thank. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. A Christian isn't necessarily any nicer than anybody else, just better informed. And Mm -hmm. so often, we feel like we have to put on this mask. That reminds me
1: of that that book we read in our group once. The Cure. The Cure.
0: Cure Cure by John Lynch.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. The Cure by John Lynch. Because, like, the the main character in, in The Cure, at first, he goes to the room... Which is called the Room of Good Intentions. Yeah, and there everybody is wearing masks. Yeah, and it seems it seems very. At first, he feels at home. He feels some kind of belonging. But something about it just feels false. Yeah, it's off. It's off. And then later, when he he's he's he feels like he's had enough, so he leaves the room and good of good intentions. And then he goes to a place called the Room of the Grace. Room of Grace. Yeah, the Room of Grace. And there, everybody everybody's really authentic. Yeah. No one's hiding anything. And I mean, it feels kind of it feels kind of scary at first because you're yeah. it feel it does feel very uncomfortable. Especially
0: when, after coming from the Room of Good Intentions. So. Yeah,
1: it's almost like whiplash when people seem very put together and very very pedicured pedicured yeah and then going to a place where everybody's real and authentic no one's hiding anything everyone's junk is out in the open I mean not junk as it. is <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about her. I'm yeah. not talking we're not, about we're her. not
0: going there we're not, we're not going yeah. to another thing that's
1: going to lead to Shrek yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tempt him don't mm. tempt Jake Daniel don't tempt him <laughs> Jake, yeah, but no, it, it, it's,
0: it's about how uh, my trash is in front of me and Jesus isn't yeah. on the other side of my trash judging me yeah. and waiting for me to clean it up. He's there sifting through it with me, kind of yeah. laughing with me as yeah. we look through the stupid things that we do. And it's a room where all of us are in it together exactly versus it's all about me like in the room of good intentions people are like oh look at all this good stuff I've done look at how many much I got in my stocks or look at what my how many things my kids are involved in how many missions trips I've gone on, and all this stuff about our christian belts you know Yeah. but the room of the room of grace is like my favorite part is when he first enters the room of grace and he he's scared because people are asking him how he is and he wants to say i'm fine just fine like he was oh, saying yeah. in the room of good intentions And turns around with tears in his eyes as he's about to walk out. And he goes, you know, I'm not fine. Like, I had all this stuff. And lays out all of his trash. of, Like, this is everything that's happened to me. And he's, like, leaving. He's like, I'm not going to be welcome. And one guy in the back just yells, "Ha! Is that all you got? I'll take (laughs) all that and I'll raise lower back pains and a divorce. And, you know, like, all this other stuff. And, like, everyone just starts busting up laughing. And he feels like it's home. And... That's what I feel like the
1: church is meant to be. Yeah. But I feel like in church, people... Like, I have it written down here. But I feel in church that there's a pressure. Like, I think... I feel like everybody... Maybe most people deal... Like, secretly deal with this. Like, there's a pressure in church, I feel, to live up to this... To this... To this golden standard. This Christ-like standard of perfection because as christians like we're taught a lot to be more like jesus which is impossible because we're not jesus yeah but that hasn't stopped anybody from trying and And it just just we we
0: shouldn't try and
1: yeah not that we shouldn't try i mean we should try to be more compassionate that's what discipleship is yeah that's Mm -hmm. what it is but I, i feel like be more like jesus is like it's so vague that, like, yeah. everyone has a different idea of what that means. So, it, it, I feel like a lot of people just try to be more holier than thou, yeah. and it just leads to everybody out-perform- trying to outperform each other.
0: Yeah, it becomes a, a thing of, you know, being, or doing, as doing certain things, like, you know what beginner was saying, of, we do these things, we go to church, we read the Bible this much, we attend this many groups, or, or whatever, it's all about what we do, oh, to yeah. show it's like doing something outward to show something inward. Mm -hmm. But the intent is that as we are discipled in Christ, Mm -hmm. it should be that there's something inward that's happening in us and we can't help but to do these things. Like when, and and it's not that I'm doing these things out of obligation, it's doing these things out of worship, Mm -hmm. out of I want to. Like I know for a while, I I didn't read the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. after I had left my last church, I just, I would open my Bible like this feels like a chore. I do not want to do this. It does, yeah. And and then there was a day where like I was sitting there and and I I just felt this comp- this com- this compelling in me, not out of a shameful or anything, but to like actually open it up. And so I did, and like and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't do that to show that I am yeah. holy or to say oh I'm gonna you know whatever but because there's something inward but then at the same time because mm-hmm. there's a both and is the root of disciple or the root of discipleship is to be a disciple and the root of disciple is discipline
1: yeah, and that's what dis- disciple is yeah a disciple
0: <laughs> means you are disciplined and disciplined means sometimes you do things that you don't really want to you partake in certain things that you don't necessarily want to do but you're doing it because you're like, all right, you know, like I'm going to read my Bible because I want to be more like Christ, and to learn what Christ is like, I need to read the Bible to read <laughs> what He did and said, and you know, and
1: you know, when I tried that, I mean, I tried reading the Bible, like I used to try to read the Bible because I felt I was supposed to get something out of it. Yeah, you I mean, you don't always you don't always get something from reading the Bible, you know, or it's like, or like I thought I was supposed to hear the voice of God or something, Gabriel. <laughs> you are to
0: go and hot drop down to hell on a pole. <laughs> <laughs> give the devil a lap dance <laughs> and then snap his
1: neck. <laughs> I would. That's Maybe that's that, why. That, I love I I would, I it. Yeah. I would exactly. definitely. I would definitely do that. I just go down to hell and snap the devil's neck. And but would you
0: hot drop down on a on a pole and then give him a lap dance?
1: Um ah, I'm not
0: Christian I, enough, man. I'm I not, don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's God's will. <laughs> I mean, I'm not it's God's will here.
1: I mean, I'm, I uh, I mean, if I mean if God wills it, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here uh, folks. Yeah. If God wills you to drop down to hell, do us do a strip tease in front of the devil and like Twerk on his crotch and whatnot. <laughs> nice, you do it. Nice, you nice.
0: do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can also say no. You know, oftentimes, yeah. you know, you can. God will tell you to do something. You can, you can still choose to be like, nah, I don't want to. It's like, all right, I'm gonna fucking choose someone else then, bitch. Yeah, like, all right. Uh, which does God say, bitch? Tune in next week. <laughs> this next episode. Oh god, oh no. I was just...
1: God approved cuss words next week on the Angsty Christian podcast. Tell that... that's right, our top ten number five will <laughs> blow your ass. <laughs> <laughs> tell that to a Oh my god, tell that to a guy I was in a small group with once. Oh no. Oh. I won't go there, but I mean we'll save that one for next time. Yeah. But
0: uh, there is one final question that I did want to ask. Yes. So with your experience Mm -hmm. at at different churches and this want to fit in, and we'll say, if I wasn't there, all right, if I wasn't there to have invited you to the small group that one day, what do you think the church is responsible for in that case?
1: I think the church needs to be more like the room of grace. Hmm. I mean, people need to just... I, I feel like people... The church needs to provide a place where people can just be real. Yeah. Where they don't feel like they have to hide anything. Yeah. Where... I feel... I feel like we need to... I feel like the church definitely needs to emphasize more compassion. I feel like the yeah. church needs to teach more compassion. Because I feel like a lot of churches are teaching really just... I feel like what a lot of churches are teaching is just, you know, like prepare yourself for what's coming or like it's the It's all about hell. It's and all about and... what's it's all about it's it's not about what we do in this life, it's about where are we going in the next life. And Which isn't it's, the focus that Jesus taught. It's said. it should it's not the focus of what Jesus taught about, you know. And so yeah,
0: yeah, no, I agree. I think the church, I feel like churches are focusing on the wrong things. Yeah, they're focus. The Western Church in particular just focuses so much again on the rapture or on like it's a, the separation of the physical and the spiritual, which is Gnosticism, um, Puritanism of body is bad, spirit is good, or whatever, and or how and,
1: to or how to live a successful life.
0: Yeah, and and like, and success is good and. Like, there are things that aren't good, but like, Jesus, like in in Hebrew, there wasn't a word for spiritual, like, Mm -hmm. it didn't exist because all of life, everything was inherently spiritual. And with that being said, like, with all this stuff, like, you can't just teach compassion, you have to experience it. And the church is so focused on Sunday mornings of us coming, singing three worship songs, having a 45 to an hour long sermon. Uh, and then having another song or two with an altar call. And, like, all of that, I guess, is good. And, like, I I personally, like, if it's a good sermon, I love it. Good worship set, I like it. I connect a lot with music. Mm -hmm. But more often than not, it's just boring, or there's, like, so many theological issues. Like the last time I went to said... Young adults group, and I saw someone gaslight herself on her own experience, and then mm-hmm. take the Book of Lamentations completely out of context to say, "But God," uh, I'm like,
1: "All right, Lamentations theory is not about what you said it was." Um, I feel so bad for people who are like they 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 tell a, they tell like. They talk about some really horrible thing that they went through, and and then they're like, but God, it's like... It's
0: like, yeah, yeah. but God, but also your experience is valid, and Jesus cares about that, mm-hmm. and like, he doesn't tell us to just be freaking passive. Yes. Jesus literally flipped tables and drove people out with the whip. What? He didn't sit there and be like, I'm gonna pray for you. Oh.
1: It's like they're don't, gaslighting don't do that. I'm so.
0: just gonna go do... Yeah, it's gas... It's, and I'm like, no, like... There are certain times where we need to act. Like I, I ran across a Reddit post today about uh, about Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a German theologian who lived during World War II. Uh, he's a guy who wrote "Life Together," where I got the name for the small group and the idea of how I wanted to, to lead a small group and how I try to lead ministry in general. And this man was a pacifist. He read he read the gospel and he said, "All right, Jesus was a pacifist." Uh, I too am going to live a pacifist life I'm not going to cause more harm or more violence in this world, turn the left cheek kind of thing Uh, but then he was presented with Hitler and he had moved from Germany to America to teach I think at a seminary or something like that in in New York and during this time he started seeing what was happening in Germany and the, the massive injustice that was happening to the Jewish people and the LGBTQ community that was out there and the gypsies and all that other stuff and he said i cannot sit and let this stuff continue to happen and just be passively watching it so he moved back to germany and if i remember correctly he started an underground seminary where which is where he wrote life together mm-hmm. and he and it was this radical community and while he was there he also attempted four different assassination attempts on hitler's life again pacifist but he said i cannot sit idly by and allow actual evil to exist in this world I do not think Jesus would want me to sit here and allow evil like this to exist what was that evil? Genocide extreme xenophobia Mm -hmm. today it might look like white supremacy Mm -hmm. again with xenophobia and maybe a form of genocide that may not be in concentration camps nowadays but hey we had a concentration camp almost 80 years ago Um, many actually Mm -hmm. Um, but in America yes that is a fact look up the Japanese internment camps they're not internment camps they're concentration camps yep. but uh, he, he attempted four different assassination attempts because of that and then was later killed uh, by the German like uh, martyred essentially by the Nazi regime because of, of this and, and like I sat here listening to someone preach from lamentations which is a lament that Jeremiah possibly more than likely wrote on behalf of the Jewish people that were left behind at, in Babylonian exile. And the whole but God moment isn't a, but God, it's going to sit. It was a, but there is hope nonetheless in the midst of all of this. And it's like a full stop moment in the midst of this giant lament that he's doing as like a funeral... Bridge. Like he, he, he mourns the death of the city. He doesn't just sit there and allow himself to have this passive experience you know and like i see that so often in the modern day church and that needs to stop and with that being said it's also what needs to also stop is there needs to be realness we need to allow the realness of hey this stuff isn't okay Yeah. or hey there are people who don't yeah. feel like they belong here why there are people who feel like they need to be a certain way, or they need to say certain things, or they need to not say certain things. There are people here who may never have never had the chance to be a leader anywhere else in their life, but they have so much potential and we should tap into that. Not to tap into it in a manipulative or abusive way, but tap into it for the sake of that person. If, hey, I see you have potential. I want like I want you to be able to do this thing. And again, not in a manipulative or abusive way but in a hey if you would like to do this we would like to give you this opportunity kind of way and they're not doing that and it sucks that there has to be certain people and I mean not sucks thankfully that there are certain people that do that Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't just be that person Hmm. I remember during that time I was being told by leadership that I needed to be for this young adults group what I saw was lacking which was that very thing I had multiple conversations with key leadership about how we need to change that as leaders. Mm-hmm. And continuously, it was a passive way of them moving the blame off of themselves and putting the responsibility on onto someone who is a volunteer. One person. And I'm That's... like, I'm not I'm not Jesus. Yeah. First off, and I'm one person. If we want change to happen, it has to happen at the, the, the level of all leaders... Not just one. And to this day, it still hasn't happened. And granted, no church is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But why can't it be? Why can't we hold the church up to a higher standard? Yeah, exactly. I'm done with good intentions. So, Well,
1: Gabe, is there anything else uh, that you would like to say? Not really. I mean, I'm a man of few words, but also not. But yeah, I feel like... I will say that I feel like people need to... Demand better from their churches, forward because there's, I mean, there are some good churches, but there there's not enough. Yeah. And I feel like if if there were more healthier churches, churches that actually provided a space, uh, provided a space for real, authentic grace, then. Then we would be closer to bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. Amen to that one. That is
0: beautiful. Uh-huh. In the prayer that Jesus says and teaches his disciples. He said, "Wow, why did I just blank?" <laughs> uh, on earth as it <laughs> is. On earth as it is in heaven. As, is on ends, earth right? as it is in heaven. There it is. Uh, and yeah. that that is so beautiful. If we gave each other, yeah, because heaven grace, is, yeah. We 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 are then doing that. Like it's not this passive thing of God may you do this. It's God's wanting
1: to use you in it. Because heaven's not a place we go to when we die. It is. It's a way of being. It, it's a way of being. It's a mindset almost. Yeah.
0: Paradise or new new earth or whatever. There is a next age to come. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be heavenly. And we'll I mean we'll we'll jump into. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff eventually, yeah. um, but I'm more convinced that now, like we have the opportunity to bring heaven here, to bring the kingdom of God. Like the kingdom of God isn't a place; it's a, it's 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 a way of life. Again, to quote quote Beekner, essentially is that, that's, that's what he says. It's a condition, not a place. And more often than not, we focus on it as this physical place, and we've made it into either it's that our, place it's, or it's a like place our, where we're gonna burn in fire.
1: It's like our evacuation plan. Yeah, that's what the rapture
0: is. The rapture is an evacuation
1: plan. <laughs> oh, God. I remember that FFH song. Uh, what's God. it called? Never mind. That is beyond <laughs> me
0: right there. I grew up as a Lutheran. I don't want... We
1: didn't listen to those that evangelical music. In that <laughs> case, forget what I just said. The I don't, evangelicals don't want you, crazy. I don't want you to know that like exists. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah.
0: Know. Well, Gabe, thank you so much uh, for being here. I was um, thrilled to... Thrilled to be a part of this. We will definitely have you on again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And that that time will just be—you won't necessarily necessarily be an interview, but just as you know, here to talk. Just and so, here to talk. Uh, oh yeah. Anyways, Gabe, uh, do you? What is your art account? Where can people follow you?
1: Okay. So my so my personal account is at planet of the Games underscore. Amazing name. Yeah. And my art account, which is public, you you can follow it uh, wherever you like. It's at it's at Gabe draws a lot. That's
0: I believe it. I tagged it in our first post. Yes. On this account. Yeah. Um. Wow. So please go give Gabe a follow. If there's any art that you would like to have done, caricature, whatever, message Gabe. He's 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 good. He gets it to you in a pretty timely manner, and um. Yeah, would love to would love to get him closer to his dream of being like a full-time
1: artist, you know? So Yep. Just putting um, until then, I'm just putting my work out there for now. Just, you know. Hopefully someone likes it. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Which totally. apparently com- some people do. Hey, we, we love. <laughs> it. Or so I've heard. Oh yeah. I love it. It's Thank awesome. you. Jake, do you
0: have anything to plug? Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh go follow my Instagram account, Uh, what is it? At Lone Star underscore Jake, I believe. That is, that is my, uh, Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash Lone Star Jake, where the last stream that I did was an April Fool's stream, where it just said, starting soon, and then it never started. I stream there occasionally, I promise. That's that's, that's hilarious. (laughs) That's that's, that's a good April Fool's joke. Yeah. Jake, uh, and I have a good friend, uh, it's Narupu, right? Oh my god. Jackson. (laughs) Uh, and Jake helps out with his Twitch streams and YouTube and stuff. Another thing that his mom didn't like. Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, mom. Has your mom liked anything that you've done?
0: Not over the last year, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she was proud when I made that mac- macaroni frame in preschool. She was pretty proud of me then. Oh, nice! I, nice. I, not, can't think of too much in recent memory though. Ooh. Yeah. Well, your mom, your mom is great, Don. If you hear this, you're you're amazing. We love you. Uh, but we are gonna roast you as you would roast us. So exactly. You know that's that's how that's how life goes. Uh, my mom, I you haven't given me anything to roast you about except no, you gave grandma. My grandma is allergic to pine trees, and for Christmas, my mom gave her a live Christmas tree. Good lord. So they had to put it outside, where I guess it, it, it thrived or whatever. But uh, <laughs> Well, with that being said, thank you all for listening to our second episode of the Angsty Christian Podcast. Gabe, would you like to do the honors of sending people off? You can say whatever you want. We don't have a slogan Ooh, We don't oh, have a slogan yet. Like, Oh, man. Like, this is you a You can say oil. it in, in an accent if you would like. <laughs> if you want to send people off as Edna mode. Uh, this is in no way an affiliation Ooh. with uh, Disney. We're or not affiliated with origin Pixar, origin Pixar Disney or Disney the company. Yeah. Uh, This is just some person using a voice that's similar to it. Um, Disney, do not give us a cease and desist. Yeah, that would that, that would not be very nice of you. <laughs> it,
1: it wouldn't be nice. Yeah. Oh man, I wish We're I had. Poor. S- I wish I had something prepared. Uh let me think.
0: I mean, last week I did, and I said, "Stay angsty." So, <laughs>
1: stay <laughs>
0: angsty. And I and I don't like that one. No one's I mean, given me any yeah. slogan ideas. <laughs> stay I, I,
1: angsty, my friends. <laughs> I,
0: I, stay angsty, my friends. I. I don't, I don't. I don't like that one.
1: Okay, I think I got one. Okay, great. Stay angsty, my friends, and remember, never look back. It distracts from the now. <laughs>